I want me some glory hope. Football Glory Hole Podcast. Whether you listen to us on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spreaker, SoundCloud, YouTube, or on iHeartRadio, we thank each and every Glory Hole Seeker for tuning in this week. I am your host, Bo Stevens, and I'm joined as always here on the sports patio by my good buddy Longhorn. Longhorn, what's up, buddy? All right, all right. Woo, Bo Cephas, if anybody thinks that a bad September coming off our first China virus season in the history is going to get us down, you don't know us. It's all about the long game, people. It's a marathon, not a sprint. And Bo Cephas, if you ever start to love making a ritual with a lady friend and old Captain Johnny downstairs is having a hard time getting started, do you just give up? No. You flick your <laughs> balls a couple of times and you get to work. We will bounce back and have a winning season or my name ain't Longhorn. Now, whether you are here for the funny... It's a quest for fun. I'm going to have fun, and you're going to have fun. We're all going to have so much fucking fun we'll need plastic surgery to remove our goddamn smiles. You'll be whistling symphony doodah out of your assholes. Or you are here for the money. Anybody tells you money's the root of all evil doesn't fucking have any. They say money can't buy happiness. Look at the fucking smile on my face. Ear to ear, baby. You have come to the right place. Two questions for you people. Do you like football? What a stupid question that is. What a stupid question. You ask a lot of stupid questions. My apologies, Mr. President. I'll try to do better. Do you like money? I'm a big fan of money. I like it. I use it. I have a little. I keep it in a jar on top of my refrigerator. I'd like to put more in that jar. That's where you come in. That's right, Adam Center. That's exactly where we come in. And we have weekly, monthly, and yearly packages to fit your needs. Go to our website, thefootballgloryhole.com, and hit us up for those free picks premium picks, and betting strategies so you can bet football the right way, the winning way, the football glory hole way. Y'all know the drill by now. We will make you laugh. (laughs) We will make you cringe. Holy Santa Claus shit. But most of all, baby, we will make you a shit ton of money. Woo! 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 Ow! Love that money! Now, since we are that good and people do love us, we have an additional YouTube show in collaboration with 105.3, the fan in Dallas called The Degenerate with world-famous R.J. Choppy. Murray and against Sana, left side, swings this one, Holloway for three, and I set fire to the rain. Watch it pour as I touch your face. Now, with all that business out of the way, welcome, welcome to the world's number one football capping podcast, Bo Cephas, as always. Here on the sports patio, we got the TVs glowing. We got the beer heavily flowing tonight, and right now it is everybody's favorite part of the show. My friend, tell the people all about your horrible, fucking disgusting cold beer choice of the week. Well, thank you very much, sir. Sir, tonight I am drinking a Velvet Hammer Buck by Great Dane Brewery in Madison, Wisconsin. I gave it three out of five stars. Pretty solid beer. Here's some fun facts about Wisconsin, boys and girls. 
Green Bay is known as the toilet paper capital of the world. Door County has more shoreline than any other county in the U.S. About 250 miles, that's pretty fucking incredible. And the most impressive stat of all, those fat fucks up there eat nearly 21 million gallons of ice cream a goddamn year. Wow. Along with all that ice cream and cheese that those fat asses eat, I mean, you'd have to have the toilet paper capital of the world, because how else would they get their fat asses off the fucking toilet with all that goddamn lactose running through their fucking veins? Oh, gross. That is, that's a horrible, <laughs> like, I like the correlations of, you know, let's take this, let's take this favorite and the over, or let's take this underdog and the, and the, uh, and the under. I don't like these Wisconsin, you know, toilet ice cream turd. Correlation. It's a strong correlation, though, eating that much ice cream and that much cheese and having the toilet paper. Like, some things, when you see a trend going that way, you just know why it fucking fits. Yeah, that's gross. All right, boys and girls, we're going to get in the podcast. We're going to go over the good, the bad, and the... Are you fucking kidding me? We're going to give you a college free pick. We're going to give you an NFL free pick. We are going to go over every single win coming in the air tonight in the NFL. But right now, it is time for that college free pick of the week. This week, the college free pick of the week is Florida Atlantic, minus two and a half at Southern Miss. Longhorn, since 2018, Florida Atlantic is 11-7 ATS in conference. That's a 61% cover with a margin of victory of 12.2 points. Southern Miss, same time frame, 9-9, baby, with a cumulative ATS of zero. So, big old 50-burger. Mm. Same time same time frame, Florida Atlantic, 57% ATS as a road favorite with a 9.4 margin of victory. Plenty to cover this two and a half spread. Same time frame, Southern Southern Miss 1-1 one one with a negative 20-point margin of victory as a home favorite. So on top of that, Southern Miss is 2-5. Their last seven following an ATS win, which they did go on the road last week and beat UNT, but also means they can't stand success, and they're 0-4 ATS the last <laughs> four at home. Now inside the numbers, the UNT victory last week, we had Southern Miss around four points better than UNT in our power ranking, so we definitely leaned that way. However, it was not strong enough for a play for us. But the crazy part is we have Florida Atlantic over 10 points better than Southern Miss. Now, Florida Atlantic did not cover their first game. They were five-point favorite. They only won by four against Charlotte. But Charlotte's also higher ranked in our power rankings than Southern Miss is. Add that all together. It's a smash play, baby. Free pick Florida Atlantic minus two and a half. That sounds good to me, man. All right, boys and girls. Now that we got you paid, we got to get paid. And to do that, we got to talk about this week's sponsor. And this week's sponsor is Bet. Any sports.eu. I said bet. Hey! Sports.eu is the only place to go for online gambling. All sports, as the name suggests, if you want to bet the over or under of the fucking ice cream cut, ice cream uh, eating contest the next time you're in fucking fat ass Wisconsin, they got odds on it, baby. They advertise reduced juice, minus 105 in most situations. They got poker, full casino games. They do same day payouts. They welcome Bitcoin. They have the widest selections of props, parlays, and teasers on the internet. People. Go to betanysports.eu, put in code word GloryHole, get a 35% sign-up bonus today. What does that mean? It means you deposit $1,000, you get back $1,350, you use their money with our picks, you're winning money on top of money on top of money, baby. It's betanysports.eu, code word GloryHole. One more time, I said betanysports.eu, code word GloryHole. And now it's time for the good. Oh, that's good. That's good. Well, that's just Fucking great! That's just fucking great! The bad. Is this bad? Is this bad? Well, that's fucking 
Not good. And the are you fucking kidding me? Are you fucking kidding me? Are you fucking kidding me? God damn it, are you fucking with me? Alright boys and girls, and as always, we start off with good and, well, uh, to start off with the good, we're going to have to evaluate what's working for us here. Now, let's analyze what's been working for us. Not a goddamn thing's been working for us. That's right, coach, not a goddamn thing worked for us last week, so we're going to move on to the bad. Uh, the bad was us. We, we were just fucking bad last week. It was a terrible fucking week. Yeah, that's, uh... That's a pretty good summary. We'll we'll just go with that. It was bad. Like fucking like eating too much cheese and ice cream together bad. <laughs> fucking total handicapping diarrhea is what we fucking had. Alright, now we're gonna move on to the are you fucking Academy? And this week I mean How are you, you know, pick? just the way the week went, this award has to go to RG3. Uh you know, it's when you have those bad weeks, you just pray for those games that, you know, they look good. Like, okay, let's, at least we get this, and this, we got these couple in the bag. So we had the Ravens up by 21, very late in the fourth quarter. Had a minus the 14. Okay, they're just going to hand the ball off. RG3's in the game. They're just going to, you know, put it on ice. Nope, they let this slap dick throw a fucking pass, and all he does is throw an interception. Sets the skins up for the touchdown, which Baltimore, you know, basically lets them score because the game is over. Uh, they score the touchdown. Of course, they make the extra point when we didn't need them to. Go from the 21 points to the easy win to the 14-point push. Just fuck my life. I got. I just got to say, I'm really impressed that you were able to pick out one bag of shit among the big piles of <laughs> shit that were laid on uh, TV on Sunday. All right, boys and girls, now's the time you've all been waiting for. It's time to see all those wins that are coming in the air tonight, baby! going to start in Hotland, where the Falcons are two-point consensus home favorite hosting those Carolina Panthers. Yeah, speaking of bags of shit, um, before, before, <laughs> before we get to them, quick week in review, uh, season review, the favorites are now up 32-30 to 30 over the dogs, so still basically uh, right around 50%, uh, but the overs continue to dominate. They are now up 36 to 26. Um, and just one quick note on the totals. Week one, the average over under in the NFL was 45.5. Week one. Going into this week, week five, Bocephus, the over unders are 50.5 and trending up towards 51. The bookies are trying and trying to push that number high enough to not get beat to shit. It's not working yet. It will catch up eventually. We will, I mean, it's got to catch up eventually. We'll see if it's this week or not. But, all right, on to Atlanta. <clears throat> Carolina 2-2, two two, Atlanta 0-4. Oh Who the fuck saw that coming? Um, 
you know, I refuse to believe that Carolina is a winning team this year. Like, I, I just refuse to believe that they're an eight, eight or nine win team. And, I, you know, I also refuse to believe that Atlanta won't win a game or a handful of games. So, naturally, this game, to me, is going to be a lean to uh, Atlanta at home and basically a pick em game. What you say you got the line at right now? Two points. Yeah. I mean, we'll, we'll see where that goes. As long as it stays under three, I'm going to lean to Atlanta here. Um, you know, somehow, some way, the coach for Atlanta still has a job. I cannot explain it. I, I don't think anybody can. You know, at some, I mean, at some point, we've been saying this for almost a full calendar year because halfway through the year last year, we thought he was going to get fired. So at some point, this will catch up to him. I don't know. Maybe the locker room loves him. We'll see if they come out and fight for him at home here on an absolute must win, about their eighth in a row, um, on a fast track, familiar track at home. I've got to, I've got to lean to the uh, the short home favorite here and take Atlanta. Both Cephas, what do you got? Yeah, I'd have to lean with you just because it's under the three. Uh, right. It's definitely the, the spot you want to take. You would never take Carolina plus the two there. There's no there's no reason, unless you just think they're just going to go in there and beat their brakes off, which yeah. I don't see that. They won two in a row, to your point. We liked them both weeks, and I don't like them in this spot. I do like Atlanta. But the reason that the look ahead the line on this game was Panthers plus seven, you know, preseason. So you look the way Jeez. the line – the you look at the way the power ranks have moved. Atlanta's moved down right at about three points, and Chicago and Carolina's moved up right at two points. That's your five point difference right there. So there's a reason why that number is what it is. I think the number's fair. I don't think I don't see a delta there, so it's probably not going to be a play for us. But you know, I think you're on the right side as far as where we're leaning. All right, moving on. Kansas City, and yes, they are going to play this football game somehow, some way. Mm. They're actually playing it at noon uh, on Sundays. Back on. They're minus 12 at home to our Las Vegas Raiders. Yep, and um, there's, let's see, one, two. There's two games that I just did not do anything on because I didn't know they were going to be played. Uh, this is a shock. I will say just, you know, because we were thinking about this game all week, uh, th- this is a lean to, to Vegas, um, obviously. And I, don't, and I think that this back and forth only helps Vegas, to be quite honest with you, uh, you know, Mahomes had that picture going around of hugging up on um, uh, what's his name, the corner. Gilmore. Yeah, Gilmore. So you know it, the pressure's been on KC of whether or not did did they catch COVID, did they not catch COVID, and Vegas has kind of been sitting back waiting. This is a divisional foe. It's over ten points, and honestly, KC has shown this year to not be that uh, giant bully and kind of play down the competition a little bit. Now they will get up if they face a big boy. Vegas is obviously not a big boy, so. All that said, I'm going to lean to Vegas here, uh, catching those points. And now, before I throw it to you, I will remind you, Bocevis, that this burned us twice last year. We went 0-2, taking the then Oakland Raiders versus Kansas City. So I do this with caution. Yeah, I think the the worst one was the second game because I think we were like plus six at home back when they were in Oakland. And they were up like 17-0. And we ended up not covering because the homes just went fucking crazy. So they pulled a Detroit Atlanta. Uh, which, gotcha. Yeah. Which, you know, he, he tends to do that to people. But, I mean, if you look at the line, look, the look-ahead line was plus 11. It's it's plus 12. I mean, the only movement at all, like, Las Vegas hasn't moved anything, like, through the numbers. But uh, Kansas City's been even better than we expected, uh, underlying stats. But to your point, mm-hmm. they haven't seemed interested in covering very many spreads. 
are really turning it on unless they have to. Like last week, right? They had to. They did it. Uh, now they played a really good football game against the Ravens because that's their best competition. They just they just beat the shit out of them. So yeah, I think they're I think they're in that Super Bowl. They've got all the swagger, all the confidence now. There's nothing left to prove. They're trying to manage their game. And I think that Andy Reid's really trying to play it as close to the best as he can because he knows he's going to need some of those big plays and some of those designs later on in the year when they do, you know, play top competition in the playoffs. I agree. All right, moving on. We do have the game. New England is playing Denver, and it is going to be on uh, Monday at 4 p.m. Central. So, mm-hmm. yeah. They are hosting Denver. I don't know if Cam's playing. Yeah. There is no lineup. There is no action. Uh, so I don't really know what to tell you people on that one. But the game is going to happen, supposedly, on Maybe. Monday, as long yeah. as there are no more positive tests. We'll see. Obviously, there's not much for us to break down on it, so we're just going to move on. Yep. Uh, we're going to move on to Washington, where the Washington football team is hosting the L.A. Rams, and you can find this game at plus seven and a half. Longhorn, what do you got on this one? Yep, Kyle Allen is starting, so the Haskins project is obviously over, and um, now the tank for Trevor race is in full force. Um, the skins of Red making a strong early season move uh, to get the number one pick. Uh, um, you know, so we'll see how that works. Of course, some some people might say, "Hey, if you want to do that, just leave in Haskins," and I can't argue with you there. So we'll see how that all plays out. Um, do you know the updated status on Chase Young, Bocephus? Because I've, I've seen some mixed reports. Uh, he is still questionable at this moment. Okay, well, questionable is usually about a historical 70% chance to play. So let's let's just put it this way. If he's out there and he's playing, I love the skins of red in this game. Goff is a below-average quarterback when pressured. That has been a consistent theme throughout his career. That will not change here. Um and with, with Chase Young in there, this is one of the best pass rush defenses in the league. Uh, they're fourth in the league in sacks and tied for third in interceptions. And, and, and besides that, Kyle Allen is just one of those guys who can come in and give a team a spark, kind of that career backup type guy, a la Fitzmagic. You know, they're going to go bad eventually, but initially they will give you that spark. Um, so it's not going to shock me at all if he moves the ball up and down the field on on uh, the Rams here. I you know, I'd love to get this line at seven and a half. I'm not sure if it's going to go back there. And to be quite honest with you, I wouldn't be surprised if this dips under the seven by kickoff. So if you like this game, I would grab it at the seven. Um, I know this is a game you broke down on with 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 RJ Choppy on the Degenerate Show. So if you got anything else you want to throw in there, go ahead. Yeah, it's just all about the number here for me. So the Rams are minus 13 at home versus the Giants. They didn't cover that. You put them on the road in the same game, that would be the four-point game instead of the normal six-point game. They're minus nine, which they would have pushed at that number. But that means the Giants are only a point and a half worse than, you know, than the Washington football team. But in reality, the Giants are three points worse than the Washington football team at best. So that means that this game should be uh, Rams six and a half, minus six and a half. Now, some people will say, you know, it's up because of Allen not being the Haskins, and that's just not true. I've seen that floating around like, no, the look-ahead line was seven, so it's went up half a point. It has nothing to do. It's actually back down to seven now, so it's back down to adjust to the starting mm-hmm. level. Uh, Dwayne Haskins is not better than Jonathan Allen or whatever, Kyle Allen, whatever. Kyle, too many Allens. Too many Allens, and 
for an example of that, Haskins has a QBR this year of 32. <laughs> 32, which is dead-ass last in the league. Now, to your point, Kyle Allen will go bad on you like fucking buttermilk. There's no doubt about mm-hmm. it. He has a career QBR of 38, so he ain't great. No. But he's definitely not a downgrade. Like, that's not even that's not even a possibility. I think, I think we got the value on our side. I think we got a motivated team. I think we got a team that, you know, because like you said, it would have been easy to leave Haskins in there and just let him keep sparing everybody to death and go after Lawrence. But Rivera making this move at this point is telling his team he's all in on winning right now, which that's what those those guys don't give a fuck about Trevor Lawrence. They want to win football oh, games. Oh, for sure. So that's going to motivate them. I do like Allen, like you said, in short spots. The Fitzmagic effect is a perfect analogy for that. Uh, eventually he will fucking turn on you like fucking cottage cheese, but for this Sunday, I like it. All right. All right, moving on. Houston Texans hosting my Jacksonville Jaguars, and they are minus five and a half right now. God dang, it's dipped, it's dipped under six now. That's fucking shit. Um, okay, so Romeo Cornell, is it Cornell, Cornell, however the fuck you say his name. He's a 30, Cornell. Cornell, 34% winning coach in his history. And the man he's replacing has won divisions four out of five years with multiple quarterbacks. So I think it goes without saying that this is a major, major step down in coaching. Um, now we all, we all know O'Brien was the worst GM in the league. Um, now he's not, he's not a great coach, but he's, he's, he's underrated as a coach because it gets wrapped into his GM skills, which are, which are awful. But in this particular game, this is a downgrade for me, coaching-wise. Huge downgrade, matter of fact. Uh, now, I am probably out of the business of backing Jacksonville, although as soon as you say that, that's exactly probably the time you should be on them. So let's let's not go too crazy in there. Um, there, But uh, the, the, fact that, the fact that Romeo Cornell was in charge of this defense, which is a historical bad defense, and now he's taking over as head coach, you gotta you gotta be kidding me. Give me Jacksonville and those points. Yeah, I'm with you. I've got Jacksonville and Houston ranked exactly the same in my power ranking. I think they're the same football team. They're both not good football teams. One's mm-hmm. one and three, and one's zero oh and four. So I think I'm probably accurate by saying that. Yeah, uh, but yeah I would take the points in Jacksonville here. All right, moving yep. on. Uh, Tennessee is hosting Buffalo. There is one <laughs> line up. Uh, I don't think it's very accurate though, so I I don't know I don't even know if it's responsible for us to do this just yet. Uh, maybe we'll send a tweet out if we have a strong leaner play on it, of course. But they're playing on Tuesday at six o'clock. Uh, the game, the look headline on this was um, let me pull that up real quick. I think it was Tennessee plus one. I think that's where it was at. Uh, but anyway, I don't see any I don't see any valid numbers up on it, so we're gonna skip it for now. Um, Again, sorry guys, it's you know we're all fucking fighting through COVID here. Yeah, we're gonna move on Thanks to lot, those China. New York J E T S Jets Jets Jets, and they're hosting the Arizona Fighting Midgets, and they are seven point dollars. sir, in this climate. So Darnold is out, <laughs> and Flacco is in. Uh, look oh, here, God. the the Jets. The Jets have they see your quarterback switch in Washington and raise you a Flacco because they are not they are not going to be outdone by those skins of red in this uh, this race for for Goldilocks. So um, 
you know, by the way, this is the Hello Corner TV game. I don't know anybody in America that will, you know, watch this game at all, including us. Not only do I not trust either one of these teams enough to bet on them, I cannot force my eyeballs to watch them. This is a hard pass for me. But see, I don't even have a lean in this. I don't. Yeah, I actually have this at, at literally a zero point delta. Like, this is exactly where the line <laughs> okay. should be. Okay, good. Um, there's not much else to say. I can't believe that they gave up on Darnold before they gave up on fucking crazy-eyed Gase. But, I mean, is, you know, it, is he hurt? Like, I mean, what? What's the, they're just benching him because he sucked? I guess. Like, it's his fault completely? Yeah, it's his fault. Yeah, okay. All right. <laughs> All right, we're going to move on. Those Pittsburgh Steelers. And they are, they're finally playing football again. You got to wait from fucking COVID having Tennessee. Mm. And they are home. They're hosting those goddamn Dirty Eagles, and they're seven-point home favorites. Yeah, and I don't know about you, Bo Cephas, but I cannot wait to see a team in the playoffs that won a division with a record of 4-8-4 four, and because that <laughs> – that is the pace that Philly is on right now. Can they get four ties? I don't know. I wouldn't put put it past them. Um, I just I can't trust this Jekyll and Hyde Philly team. They they're they're seriously burning the fuck out of us. You know they they burned us so bad two weeks prior to the game last week against San Francisco that a smash spot for them Philly plus seven or eight whatever whatever it was at that that. We were burned so bad we couldn't even take the easiest win on the board. Like it's, I'm, I'm so mad at them right now. Um, look, my, my guess is my guess is that in this game, Wentz has flashbacks to Week One and the beating he took to this by the skins of red. And you know, I don't. I, my guess is this is going to go really bad for Carson Winston, and it, it could get real ugly. I don't. <laughs> I don't really have a lean necessarily on the game. I guess if I force. Forced to, I would go with Pittsburgh just because of the turnover factor for 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 Wentz. It's just so out of control this year. Um, but if I would I would take the under in this game, and I know that's blasphemy this year with with the way the overs are hitting. But the strengths of both of these teams are the defense, and the weaknesses for both of these teams are the offenses. So to me, it's a it's a take the under and just cross your fingers and hope that. Hope that fucking Carson Winston doesn't throw a bunch of pick sixes. Yeah, the numbers are with you taking the under. Uh, as far as what I have, it's another zero-point delta. The number's wow. right on, which is probably why it hasn't moved all week. It's been sitting right there at that big, fat seven. I think Vegas is really just begging for action on either side and trying to trying to drum it up on this game. Uh, yeah. To your point, I, just, I don't see any value here at all anyway. Yep. All right, moving on. The Baltimore Ravens are back on the board, and they're minus 13 hosting these Cincinnati <sighs> Bengals. Man, I am so glad that the LGBTQ LMNOP community approved me to call him Backdoor Burrow because he fucking <laughs> did it again. This son of a bitch was down at halftime and ends up winning the game outright. He is now 4-0 ATS on the season, and... uh with this line of you know almost two touchdowns, you know this this is really good. This this game has nothing to do with with backdoor Burrow. To be quite honest with you, this this has to do with how interested is Baltimore in this game. Uh, the the Ravens are the schoolyard bullies who beat up the week, um, and you know they then they get their asses kicked by someone their own size when they face Tennessee and Kansas City. But um, 
on a force lean, give me Baltimore to row here. I know that kind of uh, burned us last week with that push in that ridiculous RG3 uh, situation, but I, they have a history of rolling teams. The, the large favorites have a history of hitting lately, so give me Baltimore. Yeah, I'm just a little bit confused because last week there were 14 in Washington. So again, flip it to home, it would have been 18 points. That means that you're telling me Cincinnati's five points better than Washington? Like, no, they're fucking not. No way. Not. No way. They're not. I mean, and they're both bad football teams. It's like, you know, it's arguing about who the, who, who the, you know, smartest dumb kid is. But there's no way they're five points better. Like, the line makes no fucking sense at all. Uh, I even see it at 12 here at DraftKings and 12 and a half at stations. Like, it's trending even further down. So, is Lamar hurt? Is he really going to play all game? Maybe that's the reason why the number's trending down. I don't know. But straight value, no fucking way. No fucking way. So, yep. it'd have to be Baltimore. It would have to be. If we took them last week, we'd have to take them this week. Like, this team's not five. But we're getting even more value this week than we got last week. Gotcha. All right. San Francisco. They are hosting those my hammer. Mm. Dolphins and they're nine point home favorites. Oh my god, my blood starts to boil when you mention Miami and that shit show they put on last week. I don't know how. <laughs> when you were doing the Are You Fucking Kidding Me? I don't know how you left this one off there because that was a fucking disaster. That that game, that game, that situation. I'll take that a hundred out of a hundred times, and we will probably hit sixty of them. You know that just happened to be in the in the forty percent category, and we lost it. There were four occasions Miami drove drove the ball down into Seattle territory and decided to kick field goals instead of going for it on fourth downs, knowing damn good and well they're facing the best offense in the league, one of the best offenses in the league, and they need sevens, not threes, to beat Seattle. It was just a fucking disaster and then fits magic of course you never know what you're going to get good fits bad fits you know at the end of the game he, he had a chance to go down there and uh and uh make some magic happen and of course throws the interception and not only is not only is the outright win fucked when i hit the sounder not a, our covers fucked our week was fucked the entire fucking thing was a disaster take it away <laughs> It was a goddamn disaster. Uh, if you look at the look-ahead line in this game, it was plus 13. So Miami's moved up four points, which they've improved two points from their initial projection when these rankings was out. And San Francisco, believe it or not, even with Kiss My Mullins in there, uh, they've actually improved about a half a point on the season. They've Everybody's kind of overlooking San Francisco a little bit right now. I'm just going to say this. They're, they got... You know, Jimmy G-String, he's coming back this week. He's expected to play. They're still – I did the Pythagorean thing uh, this week, and they're still projected to win that division, believe it or not, by what? that theory. So everybody's kind of overlooking them, and they're plus 450 now to win the division. But, man, I really – I'm looking at this team. If they can just get a little bit more healthy, they might start on one of these runs, man, where they start building it back up and people are going to remember about them. And then when Seattle, when the weather starts turning a little bit, you know, defense is playing shitty, which they are, and they're going to continue to do that. You, you might, it might be a shift in the tide coming is all I'm saying on this one. Well, call me stubborn, but I'm leaning, I'm leaning Miami. All right. We're going to move on to those Dallas Cowboys. And they are hosting those New York 
God damn, they suck. Football mm. Giants. And this number is down, down to eight and a half. Oh, shit. Well, I got to change my right up here because my first line is you're giving me a free nine and a half points that can't stop a fucking thing. So let me change that to eight and a half. Okay, there we go. Seems too good to be true, which means it probably fucking is. Um, Dallas has given up a hundred. Dallas has given up 146 points in four games. And, you know, that is that is truly awful until I tell you that the Giants have only scored 46 in four games. <laughs> now, you know, Matt, the math on this, on this uh, collaboration is definitely your job, and you come up with all the big brain algorithms. But even I can do that kind of simple math and that is ugly so basically this game comes down to a battle of your pile of shit versus my pile of shit and let's see who can take the biggest pile of shit dump on the field and get this win uh that neither one of them deserve honestly dallas does have a history of beating up the bad teams um you know so on a force lean it's man if that nah it's not gonna move another another point and a half to get down to seven but you know on a force lean, I'd have to take Dallas to do what they do and kind of beat up these shitty teams, but I want no part of it. What do you got? Yeah, I'd lean with you. If you look, so look ahead in this, it was eight and a half, so it's back down to its original. It, I think it opened this week at 11, so it was well over yeah. there. However, uh, if you look at where Dallas has slid to, they're three and a half points worse than what we projected them coming into the season. And the Giants are, uh, let's see, that's and a half carry the four yeah they're a full four and a half points worse oh than what we God. thought they would be coming the season Yikes. so you're actually should be a point and a half so where it opened at 11 that's closer to right it should be about 10 so you're actually believe it or not getting some value here on the cows at the eight and a half and to your point this is this is the kind of game that they do go out there and fucking blow people it, out it is it is and even with the what did you say the Giants have scored like six points all year or something like that? Yeah, it's about six points a game. Yeah, <laughs> the over under is fifty four. So God, Vegas is expecting the Giants to score something unless they're expecting Dallas to win forty five <laughs> to fucking nine. Yeah, whose shit is worse? I don't know. Yeah, I I think the Giants do get it going a little bit offensively, but man, this, these are the games where the Cowboys really start to fucking flex a little bit. Uh, you mentioned you know Baltimore kind of being bullies and picking on the. On the weaker kids, well, Dallas, you know, they get they have to pick on the, the weakest of the weak kids, right? They have to go over yeah. to the special playground to make sure that they can fucking win a fight. Sir. Sir. <laughs> Jesus. All right, we're going to move on to your Cleveland Browns. And right now, they're all the way down to a consensus. That's different places, different things, but consensus, we're at a pick them hosting. Oh, come Colts. on. Come on, you're gonna have to give me a consensus plus one so I can hit this fucking sounder. Uh, well, it's so real live time. Westgate Superbook is plus one and a half. Uh, pick them, pick them. Plus one at William Hill. Plus one at South Point. Plus one at DraftKings. Plus one at Stations. Plus yeah. one and a half at Stations. So it's about fifty fifty. Yeah, good so enough we'll for me. One. Good enough for me. Hit that fucking sounder. I am taking Cleveland. I cannot wait to see this game. Strength against strength. As Indy is the number one defense YPP in the league, along with stopping the run defense, and Cleveland is the best rushing offense in the league. So if you like Smash Mouth football, uh, this is the game for you. Now Chubb will be out, um, but 
I just, man, Kareem Hunt is, is such a stud. And honestly, when they interchange those guys, I don't really notice a difference. And the backup that came in, or actually the third string running back that came in last week against Dallas, uh, looked like he had, he had a little wiggle to him. So I don't know if it's going to drop off that much at all for Cleveland in this game. Um, now on the other side of the ball, Cleveland leads the league in takeaways, and Old Man Rivers has made a career of giving it up. Uh, that, man, he does have nine kids, so he's made a he's made a long <laughs> career a long career of giving it up. Um, look, if Cleveland can take the if if they can take the ball away in this game a couple of times, you know, protected themselves, which shockingly enough, under Stefanski, they've they've managed to do this, turn Baker into kind of a game manager quarterback, which is exactly what he should be. Get this running game going. I like I do I like Cleveland to win this game and and. Um, you know, I mean, it's basically a pick'em, so there's no, it, it, it's either win or don't. So, what do you got? Yeah, I would lean with you. Um, I think Cleveland's finally figured out, right? They finally figured out that just because they fucked up and draft Baker, drafted Baker number one overall, he's not that dude. It's fine, but, doesn't matter. But what he can do is what he's been doing, and that, like you said, is manage the game. If you keep him, you know, between. 17 and say 25 throws a game, he's pretty good in that role. Like, there's nothing wrong with that. And people look down on him because he's the number one pick, but that's not his fault. He didn't draft himself number right. one overall. I mean, right. I'm sure as cocky as he is, he would have, right? But he didn't. So that's not his fault. And he's not going to, he's never going to be that dude. But that's fine. He can be what he is and he's being very successful <clears> at it. With that running game, playing with the way it's going and the defense, like you said, taking the ball away. Man, they're just a tough out. They're a really tough out. And eventually, I don't know, man. I I know we've talked about Indy's defense. I don't I don't know how much longer they can sustain. I mean, they they're playing lights out, and that's the reason why they're they're being buoyed right now and, and Rivers is being buoyed, because if you watch him play, it's okay, but it ain't great. Like he's about twentieth in the league in QBR. It's not like he's blowing them off the field, so you know, maybe this is a, it's probably the this, best defense they've faced, so mm-hmm. we'll see. This is a big game for both of them to figure out what they are going forward. You know, this, this, they both played some, specifically Indy, they've played a bad schedule. So this this is a big show-and-tell game uh, to see where they're going to go. Yeah, 100%. All right, moving on to the Sunday night football game, and it's those Seattle Seahawks hosting the Minnesota Vikings in <laughs> Seattle. Still, all week, never changing, seven-point home favorite. <laughs> uh, so, Bo Cephas, what's the uh, what's the over-under in this game? By 89, 90 points? What, what do you got it at? Highest of the week, it is at 56.5 consensus. 56? Oh, my God. They'll score that in the first half. This is, a re- that's, this is the smash over of the fucking week. There's not a chance in the hell both these teams don't hit 30. Um, you know, it's it's funny when I was when I was getting into this game. Do you remember that playoff game a f- few years back? Uh, I, I think Seattle won like ten to nine, and it was a field goal kicker that doinked one off the the uprights for Minnesota. It was just just a fucking defensive fest, and both these offenses were struggle struggling, man. And what a difference a few years makes because now both of these offenses are. Well, Seattle's humming. Minnesota's kind of like putting along. They're, they're, tr- they're trying to get it, uh, trying to get it into fourth gear a little bit. Um, but Seattle is giving up 27 points 
a game on defense. And Minnesota has given up 31 points a game on defense. So I expect tons of points in this game. And my lean would actually be the over, not to a side here. Seattle is 4-0 ATS this year and just appears to be a machine. Um, now, Cousins, primetime Cousins is a factor here. Okay, this, that, that, there is a factor there. So, you know, if I was on a force lean with a side, it would have to be Seattle just because of that. Uh, but like I said, I'm, I'm leaning to the over on this one. Yep, this is a top five delta by the numbers to the over. You're oh. on that. And you can't ignore, you cannot ignore the primetime Cousins thing. Like, again, we tell you all the can't time. He's 60% at noon. He's 30 or 61% at noon. He's 39% all the rest of his career everywhere Jesus. else. So if you want to bet on 39%, be my fucking guess. I'll go ahead and stay on the 61% side. <laughs> I'll take the Seahawks minus the seven and the fucking over. Parlay those two up. You probably get yourself a nice little Sunday. There you go. All right, moving on to the Monday night football game. It's the only one we have a tangible line on, so we're going to talk about it. It's those New Orleans Saints. They're minus seven and a half at home, and they're hosting the L. Hey, all of a sudden, just kind of moving along, Chargers. Yeah, look, they're, this is another game that pissed me off on Sunday, part of our uh, you know five-pack of shit that we had to, had to watch. There are just decisions that are made in games, and it, it may only be one or two a game that separate the good coaches, the great coaches, from the bad ones. And look, Lynn has a reputation of being a bad coach in this league. I hadn't really noticed it much up until sunday but man did he show me sunday like 40 seconds left in the first half you're up 24 to 7 on the road against the tampa bay buccaneers and you on your own seven yard line and you hand it off to a backup running back instead of taking a knee and just going into halftime with that huge lead of course what happens the backup running back fumbles Tampa Bay gets the ball. They score a quick touchdown before half, and all of a sudden, a 24-7 becomes 24-14, and all the momentum, you just gave it right to the home team with Tom Brady. How stupid can you be? Uh, I just I don't know. I don't know that you can bounce back immediately from that. The the seven and a half, eight points that they're getting is juicy, but I think it's juicy for a reason. I think Vegas is beg, is begging this. Uh, I think I think the Saints are ready to, to kind of get on a roll here. The narratives about Drew Brees, you know, being dead arm, they're not completely true. So you're getting a little bit of value there. And on a force lean, give me New Orleans to kind of roll here. Um, if Herbert can keep making this magic happen and, and, and stay within these spreads, then hats off to him. But at some point, he's going to look like a true rookie that, that he is and make some mistakes. So give me New Orleans on, on this one. What do you got? Yeah, I'd have to go with you. What was that? Uh, what was the uh, trend you had last week? New Orleans in October. Yeah, uh, it was seventeen and O ATS, which now means that it's eighteen and O. Working on a hopefully nineteen and O on this one. Yeah, so they went to they went to Detroit, and you know, like Detroit likes to do, they got up by fourteen <laughs> points. Yeah. And then I think New Orleans scored forty two in a row after that. And, yeah. Uh, yeah, they just walked away with the cover. So. Yep. Yeah, there's no there's no other way to lean. I, I think you nailed it. The seven and a half is like they're they're begging for that Charger money, yep. especially after the performance last week where they could have right. Um, I mean, at one point they could have beat Tampa Bay, but at least covered the number. Ended up pushing like assholes, but 
I think they're doing the same thing here. I don't think you know New Orleans and, and Tampa Bay are pretty equal. So I don't know. I, I, I I'm with you. I'm with you on New Orleans for sure. All right. All right, boys and the girls. That was all the wins that were coming in the air tonight, baby. All right, boys and girls, it's the time you've all been waiting for. It's time for that NFL free. I said free pick of the week, baby. All right, let's get a winner here, and let's go with Cleveland. I hit the sounder on them. Uh, let's, I just Game of the week. It's the one everybody's going to be watching more than likely. So let's take Cleveland as our free NFL pick of the week, and let's get on that winning streak, baby. Um, I, just, I don't have a money line parlay worked out quite yet. I've been – you know, kind of mixing and matching to, to get the right odds. And I can't find the right one yet that has the best payoff. So stay tuned. I'll, I'll hit y'all up on, um, Saturday or Sunday with that on our YouTube channel. Uh, I just, I just, with, with the games that are being moved and canceled and this and that, I just can't find the right match yet. So stay tuned and I'll get that for you. Longhorn struggling with his parlays like he does his love life, baby. Just can't find that right match, but that's yeah. all right. Tell him about that fabulous website one more time. All right, you glory hole seekers, that's going to wrap up another award-winning episode of the Football Glory Hole Podcast. We thank each and every one of you for tuning in. Y'all come back to the sports patio next week, and don't forget to subscribe and give us a five-star rating so we can pay those bills. Hit us up on any of our social medias, and don't forget to subscribe to both our YouTube channels, the Football Glory Hole and the Degenerate with RJ Choppy. We give out free picks on our website, our podcast, and also our YouTube quick hits so people stop doing sports so stupid and use them all. But more importantly, sign up for those premium picks at our website so that we may become partners for life and bocephus as always in a mostly non-sexual way. People, stop throwing away your heart on money on a guessing game. Let the pros do the heavy lifting. So sign up, tell a friend, and join in on the fun of watching football drinking beer and never pay a bookie again come on god damn it people never pay a bookie again steven tyler take a sip baby